and kia ora whanau. Kieran Headley here from good old New Zealand, and I'm here to talk about the JAB, the jab. Uh, there's unfortunately a lot of conflict, suffering going on around this topic, uh, so I wanted to just share my experience with it. Uh, I, at one point, was just, I didn't see the point in it. Then I moved to very resistant to it because people are imposing on me. I'm like, what the heck? Um, I, it made me feel more resistant to wanting to get it because it just didn't feel right. Why, why do you feel the need to attack me to get it? I, I feel less like I should get it now. <laughs> Sounds like I'm being pushed into a corner to do something uh, that doesn't feel right for me. And that, that just didn't fit well, suit well for me. So, of course, I, as I do with everything, including the vitamins I take, the supplements I take, I do my research. Um, so I've looked into a lot of um, various um, uh, peer-reviewed studies around uh, around the vax itself. So um, yeah, I just wanted to share some of the data that I've accrued and um, found. And this is in a complete unbiased way. I'm getting the jab. And I'm not for people imposing and, co um, and applying coercion to people to get the jab. Um, it's just so wrong and it's inhumane. Um, quite honestly, people don't realize how monstrous this actually is um in terms of the the way that some people are treating people because they're so blinded by the fact that um my narrative of how things should be isn't matching your narrative your narrative is therefore wrong i'm going to bully you until you meet my narrative uh it's just it's so wrong and that's what's happening unfortunately and people aren't seeing it so it's a big um it's very important for me to speak on this because i'm very pro mental health I'm, i am an anxiety performance coach after all and um yeah, this stuff needs to be just killed because that's not going to not it's not just going to make that person feel like they less likely want to get it. Um, so you're actually doing a disservice to humanity. Um, you're only benefiting your ego, but also as well, um, that person's going to feel worse off because of it. They're going to feel lesser than, and this is just um, yeah, it's, it's just wrong, guys. Um, it really is. So yeah, we want to speak briefly about that. Um, but before we do, um, of course, I'll share about some of my findings. Um, now, I'm not a doctor, um, obviously, right? Um, I'm not going to use a lot of um, super medical lingo here. Um, I'm just going to simply uh, dumb down some of the data that I've looked at. Um, so, yeah, make your own decision. Um, based off this, uh, I felt that it was um, my responsibility to share a little bit about what I've learned and why my mind frame shifted and what's helped me to feel safe about taking the next step with the vaccine. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I just feel like the, this may help people to make that step forward that they've been afraid of making. Um, so this might actually do a service for, you know, the VAC side. <laughs> um, but it also as well might help people just to feel uh, safer and the fact that they just are happy where they are. Great. Right. And then I've done your service as well. That's fantastic. So, um, yeah, yeah, well, let's, let's, without further ado, let's get on to it. Uh, so, um, just very briefly, um, I was looking at mainly Pfizer, all right, because that's the one that we've got here in New Zealand. Um, now, a lot of the main concerns that people have shared with me, and I actually started to um, take on these fears myself. It was like, yeah, there's people imposing onto others for not doing it, but then there's people that are not doing it that are imposing their fears on others, and that's not right either. You see, so um, there's many angles that we can look at this, but essentially the main concerns that are coming up as well is sort of health risks and even death from the vaccine itself, and we'll speak on that. Um, DNA mutations, we'll speak on that, and infertility, uh, particularly for women, so we'll speak on that too. 
right? Um, now, you know, there's a lot of reasons as to why this, these have been concerns and they're all fair as well. Um, so we'll touch on that really briefly. Um, now, um, based on what I looked at, um, we can start with uh, the DNA mutations and infertility quickly because it's quickly covered. Um, the, in terms of the DNA, um, I found that the, and again, I'm not a doctor, guys, nor am I a scientist, right? So um, you can do your own research on this. Um, very important too. Uh, so don't take, just take my word for it. This is just my findings and things that helped me to understand what was going on so that I could feel safe with it. Now, um, the, um, in terms of um, DNA, DNA, DNA exists inside the uh, nucleus of our cells, right? Now, what's actually happening is the vaccine itself and the uh, spike proteins themselves aren't actually intervening with the nucleus of our cells. They're um, doing work around the, um, the cytoplasm of the cells, in other words, outside of the nucleus itself. So it's not actually in, in any way intervening with our DNA structure. In any way, it's not intervening. Um, so um, it's never been observed to intervene as of yet either. And they say as of yet because science can never say this is 100%, right? That's not science. Science will always give you a probability factor. Um, now, um, that because it's never been observed and how many millions of people have been uh, vaccinated, I feel pretty safe about that personally. Um, in terms of infertility, uh, no data has uh, shown... Uh, there's no data showing the fact that the um, antibodies themselves from the vaccine are affecting the proteins in the placenta of pregnant mothers um, because they're completely different proteins, right? Now, there's some similarities between the proteins in terms of the spike protein that um, we're being injected with a vaccine uh, because our system is creating a fight response to that particular protein. Uh, some have believed then, therefore, is going to affect the um, the protein within a fertile mother, um, and yeah, and affect her fertility um, capability, and that has been seen to not be true, um, just in terms of it's never been observed um, as a problem as of yet. Um, from the again, just from the findings that I've seen, maybe some people have seen have found findings, and please share share them with me if you have. Um, again, this is just an open and unbiased conversation. I'm literally just sharing. Hey, this is what I found. May it serve you. Um, do your own research. <laughs> Very important. Um, now, the um, now that addresses DNA mutations and infertility. Okay, um, so yeah, some things that I don't see as really a current substantial problem. Um, now, in terms of what some studies have shown around the health effects and dangers and all that sort of thing, um, in terms of health risks and all that sort. Um, now, there have been um, as of between the time frame of December the 14th to January the 13th in the United States, they had 13.8 million uh, injections between Pfizer and... I can't remember what the other one was, starting with N or something. I can't remember now. Um, but yeah, there was 13.8 million. And of those 13.8 million, only 6,994 of them had adverse effects. A very, very, very small population. Um, now, of these... Um, less than 10% were severe, so about 640 were severe. Um, and yes, there were 113 reported deaths, according to VAERS, so V-A-E-R-S, which is Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System. Um, so uh, they're a, um, a company that's 
um, not directly associated, I don't believe, or maybe they are associated with the government, I'm not sure exactly, but essentially um, based on they get reports from the individuals themselves. So if, a report, if an individual reports to them, hey, this is an issue I'm having um, from this vaccine I just received, and this isn't just about COVID, it's about all vaccines, um, from this vaccine I've received, and um, yeah, they've reported those essentially. So now some individuals might skew the reports a little bit, but um, like, I mean, there, there, those are some limitations that we can address for sure. Um, however, yeah, this is just purely based on the data that they've accrued. Now, um, yes, there's been those reported deaths. Now, people freak out about that. However, t um, more than two-third two of these deaths were from LTCF, which is, I'm trying to remember, um, uh, oh, goodness, I'm actually going to need to bring up my Googling because I'm actually completely freaking, um, forgot what it was, um, but... Um, if I go do, 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 um, LTCF, it's something to do with old people. <laughs> um, that's what? No. LTCF, not FC. That just gives me Luton Town. I don't want Luton Town. Long term care facilities. Goodness. There we go. So, people that have been in care facilities long term, uh, they are going to be much more susceptible, and that's where most of the deaths have come from. Right, so people don't really look at this. Unfortunately, they see deaths and they're like, <clears throat> right. But hey, um, you know, if you look at um, the risk between you getting adverse effects from the vaccine to adverse effects from COVID itself, um, it doesn't really even come close. Right, just yeah, the fact that you're um, you're going to be much more likely to have much more problematic effects if you catch COVID than you are to adverse effects from um, getting the vaccine. So that's just based on again the data that I've got here um, now. Um, of those other deaths as well, um, most of them reported that they had underlying conditions, like if something like um, they had um, some cancerous issues or they had, um, uh, what else did I read? Um, I can actually probably bring it up if I can find it again. Um, but essentially they, yeah, they all had um, underlying um, issues and or most of them had underlying issues initially before this um, was a case of death, right? So very small minority, but it's important to address it because if it's not addressed, people will be like, well, this happened. Yes, it's true. And I'm an unbiased person when it comes to this stuff. So I want to share all the information. Um, this isn't to scare people off. This is just to be truthful, right? So hopefully trust me a bit. <laughs> um, now, um, there have been people that have, um, have had anaphylaxis anaphylaxis uh, meaning some sort of allergic reaction to the vaccine itself and now it's only about 4.5 people for so four and a half people per million people right so there are some people that get this um, but it is a possibility right now what's important is that um, based on again the, the studies that I've looked at um, they suggest that if you do have um, some sort of underlying condition or um, you do potentially get allergic reactions um, from something then it's suggested to um, yeah, consult with your um, a medical pre um, professional just to uh, share with them, hey, this is something that I've got. This is my concern. Uh, what should I do about it? And um, oftentimes, as long as you're in a, care, in a proper care facility and they've taken note of that, you should be absolutely okay based on what they've said. Right? So uh, again, these are just things I've looked at. Um, but yeah, essentially, um, the coming to the transmission, um, transmissional aspect of the of the um, COVID itself, um, if you've, whether you've got, um, 
uh, yeah, whether you've got the vax or not. Um, based on what um, a few studies have touched on is they, and this is just a may, by the way, this isn't a definite, this is where people sort of over-exaggerate things, which is a problem, is um, they've said that viral load, okay, viral load is basically how much of the virus you have. So in terms of um, how much of the bacteria or the living, living organism of the virus itself exists within you. Uh, so that's the viral load itself. So the um, overall viral load they found uh, was naturally two between two and four times. So two, two, four times, okay? So as in one, two, and then three, four, between two and four times. <laughs> um, lower in people that had had the vaccine. That's understandable, right? Your body and your immune systems um, had practice executing on these spike proteins that aren't actually um, uh, properly consisting of the uh the covid vac the covid virus uh um sy system itself i can't i can't really explain it because i'm not super scientific as i mentioned <laughs> super medical i should say i'm not super medical so trying to explain it isn't going to work properly but essentially the um the uh the factor of the COVID itself, of course, doesn't exist in the vaccine. It's just the shell of it. Okay. In other words, the spike protein itself, uh, and our system learns to battle it. So naturally, of course, our system is going to be ready and geared to then attack the real thing if it comes into us. So that's why, um, we carry much less of it if we have the vax. So yes, we still carry it. Um, it just means that we'll likely not get symptoms and it'll run through us. Now, um, they said that, it, um, that the viral loading may affect transmission not definitely i haven't i looked at various studies by the way and i couldn't find anything that said definitely but it may affect um, transmission meaning just because you um, you have you're carrying less it may mean that you therefore um, are less likely to pass it on and if you do pass it on with the other vax or not based on what i've read um the second it doesn't affect the secondary cases in a positive way or a negative way so essentially, if I was vaxxed and you weren't, and we both carried COVID and we both passed it on, right? That person um, and the other person, they're not going, it's going to be exactly the same um, actual reaction and overall, like, because I mean, it's still, even though the viral loading's less in the person that's vaccinated, it still exists. So the actual um, organism itself of COVID exists still. So when that's passed on, it will naturally breed because that person's immune system isn't, um, you know, if that person's immune system um, isn't adapted to it because they haven't had the vaccine or anything like that. So, uh, yeah, again, these are just some findings that I've had. So um, I'm just, again, being completely authentic. That's um, some of the data that I've looked at. Um, take it for what you will. Again, I'm getting the jab. I've decided that I want to because, yes, even if it may, um, only may affect transmission, I still want to um, do what I can at least um uh, and yeah i don't want to be the reason why someone else has to get it um if that means it possibly affects it but hey it's only a may it's not a definite so i don't like the idea that people are trying to use this against people um and my other reason is the fact that i want to travel um and i know travel is definitely possible without it but I want to be unrestricted, um, especially next year. I've got a lot of different things that I want to be doing next year. And my long-term goals would be in inhibited um, if I didn't get it. So that's why. 
Um, and yeah, I'm fully supportive of whatever people choose. I'd love actually to hear people, um, um, if you're watching us on video in the comments, if you listen to it on podcast, then, uh, yeah, fantastic. Sorry. There's no comments <laughs> section on this. Um, but yeah, if you've, um, if you want to share, just, um, yeah, share in the comments and I'd love to hear what, um, what you guys have to say. Um, yeah. In terms of where you're at, if this helps or not. Um, yeah, if you've got data that goes against what I've shared, um, share, share it with me. This is an open space. This isn't Karen. Um, you know, I'm a keyboard warrior. I'm going to, uh, I'm going to say this is wrong. This is, hey, again, I'm not a doctor. Um, uh, I, this is the information I found and I triple checked on many different points through various studies. So I tried to find as many as I can. I'll post some of the links, um, in the, um, I'll post some of the links below to these studies so you can go and have a look at them if you wish. Um, uh, it'll be on the podcast as well so you can find the studies there in the show notes um, but yeah that's it guys um, I'm just hoping that this served um, and yeah maybe it um, helps people to take the step forward and maybe it just helped people to understand it a bit better but essentially if you're a healthy human um, I based on what I've seen I really doubt that um, so long as you don't have any underlying conditions or you're not allergic to anything um, you know intensively then it sounds like you'll be completely safe and this is just an assumption, guys. I'm not here to say you will be safe. Uh, I've got no idea. <laughs> right? But like, I'm, I'm literally going to go and get it after this. Um, if I have time, actually, I might not have. No, I won't have time. Okay, I'm going to get it tomorrow. <laughs> but I'll film myself afterwards and I'll just share with you guys how I feel. Um, yeah, most people, when it comes to adverse conditions as well, most of them are just headaches or um, slightly feverish or um, just fatigued. So yeah, of those 7,000 people out of the 13.8 million, only you know a few of them were actually very severe um uh but yeah that's quite literally it um other than that guys i think i'll just share this one last thing um if you feel like you're doing um the world a service by pressuring someone into getting it you're not um you're actually doing a disservice to humanity um i'm, I'm, this, I'm not saying this to bully anyone i'm actually being serious because not only is that person less likely to get it if you press, try pressure them, um, they're going to probably go against it because no one, I mean, think about it. Um, think of the times that you've been pressured into doing something that never felt good. Um, and even if you did get it, um, you probably felt like shit doing the thing that you didn't want to do. Um, but also as well, um, that person, yeah, you're affecting that person's mental health in a negative way and you have no idea what they're going through. And mental health is a really severe um, thing, guys. Um, I'm, again, on the receiving end of a lot of conversations that, um, you know, I, from suicidal talks to, um, you know, to breakups. Um, so also all over the place in terms of the effects, but you could have, you could have a severe effect on someone by trying to pressure someone into feel, making them feel like they're wrong. Um, don't do that. Um, here I am pressuring you into not doing something. So, Hey, I hope I'm allowed to talk. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's my wish that you approach those conversations more compassionately and simply ask, Hey, um, why is it that you feel that this is the best uh, thing to do? Um, or not do and ask them first understand their side first and then just simply hey is it okay if i share with you um, my findings and what i found hey great they're much more likely to not just listen to you but much more likely as well to actually start to see what it is that you're about and understand you and probably take that step that you're wanting them to take that'll be a much greater likelihood if you approach it compassionately because just because you're arguing on someone's facebook post you're not doing a service to, to humanity guys ask yourself what service to humanity will this comment actually do? Oftentimes it's not going to be much of anything at all. Oftentimes it's just serving our ego. So just check that, guys. I think it's very vital and important that 
these things are looked at because yeah oftentimes we're creating more damage than solution um but yeah it's my wish that uh you guys find as much peace and um, health and vitality in your life that you possibly can that's why i'm doing this i'm very open and willing to receive any criticism i'm ready because this is a you know a touchy topic for people um so you know people being triggered i'm sure they'll comment something and i'm okay with that um hence why i'm doing this because i know i'm probably gonna receive something but um yeah without further ado um i love you guys thank you for tuning in and um yeah i, I, w I wish you the best guys i truly do um, lots of love